Welcome to the Inside Aesthetics podcast. We host real conversations with real experts from around the world. Away from the filtered bubble of social media, our aim is to educate listeners and explore any topic in the cosmetic and wellness space. We also get a unique insight into the business minds of the entrepreneurs and pioneers who have helped shape our industry. This podcast and its related publications provide news and general information about procedures and products. You should seek professional medical advice and assessment before considering any treatment. This episode of the podcast was brought to you by BTL Aesthetics. Now, Jake, Cosmeticon just wrapped up um, this past weekend. Um, super successful event. BTL had a stand down there, obviously. I think they sold a billion machines. They were going like hotcakes. <laughs> some great speakers, some great devices. What did you think? Yeah, it was nice. It was my first time to Cosmeticon and... As advertised, it was a, a smaller, more boutique, uh, more intimate feel. Yep. I guess one of the problems with some of these bigger conferences is you probably miss stuff. They're just so big. Mm. Whereas it was nice. There was just two main rooms where many of the companies set up, had yep. stands, uh, showcased their devices, including obviously BTL. Yep. And you got to talk to people. It yep. was great. Lots of famous people, great speakers from around the world. Mm-hmm. We managed to nab some of them for podcasts, yeah. which was great. They'll be coming soon, those episodes. And uh, you got to try I some did. of the BTL devices. I, f- I finally caved in to um, the peer pressure of having to undergo a treatment <laughs> and I had my abdomen treated and my buttocks and it was, yeah, it was interesting. Everything that you described was exactly how it felt like, just felt like I was involuntarily like flexing those muscles. The next yeah. day, I wasn't as sore as what I thought I would be considering like how much of a workout it actually felt at the time. Yeah. For the abdominal one, um, first of all, how uncomfortable or comfortable did you find it uh look i would say it was uncomfortable but not unbearable yeah um but i think i've got like quite a like a tight midsection anyway so i think that probably i felt it more than someone who had maybe a slightly higher level of body fat or like had an abdominal area that wasn't as sort of tight yeah dad bods (laughs) um but look very very tolerable and i i mean i'm not just saying this i actually did notice a result in my abdomen, just looked like a little bit leaner there the muscles felt a bit more defined i guess yeah did you feel in a weird way taller uh, that's one of the things that I, I really wish. felt. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because my core was poorer yeah. that I felt strengthened. Yeah. Um, but we'll be covering my experiences uh, in depth in the next episode. So stay tuned. And anyone wanting more information on BTL and their products, you can reach out to them at btlaesthetics.com. Enjoy the podcast. Our guest today is Renee Lapino, also known as the London Skin Guru. Renee is from New Orleans in the USA and began her skin journey working alongside plastic surgeons and learning her craft. She moved to London five years ago and quickly established herself as the go-to skin therapist in London. At her clinic in Kensington, Renee offers a bespoke and luxurious skin experience with treatments ranging from holistic facials, laser resurfacing, microneedling and radiofrequency treatments. 7.30 on Saturday morning. If that's not dedication, I am not sure, sure what it is. I mean, hello. I feel the most dedicated in the room. Mm. <laughs> I, just had to, I just had to roll out of bed and, and walk into the no, next room. <laughs> I'm jet lagged. had three hours of sleep. Because when I got, you know when you're just a little bit drunk? So I got into my room and I was just a little bit drunk. So I called my fiance and then I decided to eat all the chocolate in the mini bar. And then I was reading a book. I'm going to have to go back because clearly I don't remember what I read. But I'm like, then finally I was like, oh my God, it's 3.30 and those dudes are going to want me to like be awake. Yeah. So yeah. And then I had to get up and wash my hair because I had like 10 gallons of hairspray in it. So 
David didn't have that problem. No, <laughs> no. I don't, I don't have your hair is all right this morning. <laughs> so good morning, Renee Lapino. Thank you so much. We uh, sort of hastily cobbled this together, didn't we? We yeah. met just a couple of days ago. But uh, thank you. So you're known as the London Skin Guru. Yes. Can you sell yourself and explain to our listeners? Why I'm called that? Yeah. Who Who are you? So <laughs> I have a 12 to 15 year career, depending on how you look at it. I approached the skin holistically. So the press started calling me that about a year and a half ago because when a patient comes in, the first thing I say is, why are you here? I'm not going to look at you and go, oh, you need this, this, and this Mm -hmm. because they may be in for something totally different. You don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or make them aware of something they weren't even aware of. And then they're suddenly like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. Like I have this. So why are you here? Um, What are your goals? What is your lifestyle? How do you eat? Do you work out? Do you take any supplements? What area of town do you live in? Do you have a water filtration system? Because the water is insanely hard in London. Um, You know, do you have any kids? Do you have time for yourself? All of those questions before we even get into what treatments we're going to do. So I think it's just because nobody else in London and you guys here seem really switched on to that sort of approach to skin but in london they're not so nobody's doing it which is really cool and i've been able to like incorporate like gua sha massage and lymphatic drainage with lasers and radio frequency and literally no one is doing that so that's it and i think guru goes well with all of those like eastern medicine you know things that i love Okay, cool. What what are your impressions of Australia? It's your first time here, right? It's my first time. You guys are so happy. Happy? Like I've been in Britain for almost seven years. I'm used to people being like, why are you looking at me? Why are you talking to me? Like Britons are nice in the pub, but they just aren't like, oh my God, hi, so nice to meet you. We're so excited. It's fantastic. Like they are not, you guys are like so happy. Cool. haven't met a grumpy one yet. I think it's uh, the sunshine. Uh, totally, completely. It definitely helps. David I mean, still not thinks that I'm grumpy I've seen sometimes. any, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> what have you thought of the conference so far? I mean, like in terms of like what you're out here to do, you're out here, you, you're brought out to obviously be a guest speaker at the conference. How, how have you enjoyed it? I've loved it because I've met so many people who are switched on and who are into like the new technology and how can they incorporate it into their clinic. Like I feel like I've made some really good connections like Fiona Tuck. I'm super excited about learning her about her range. Um, I've loved meeting you guys. I'm thrilled to have made this connection. I feel like we'll be able to do stuff in the future. Thank you. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And who was that? Luminous that was brought you out here. Luminous, yeah. Mm, and what were you talking about for them? So they have a device called the New Aerotite. It came out of about a year ago, but they didn't really launch it properly. They had something else that was coming out as well. So they've decided to do like a relaunch. They don't have any end users in Australia yet. So I think we have somebody purchasing one today. Mm. So that's exciting. That's exciting. But it's radio frequency, but it is controlled. It's called automated power impedance control. So you actually put in the area that you're treating, let's say the abdomen, and then you put in what you're treating. So whether that's laxity, excess fat, stretch marks, and the device tells the user what size electrode to use, how long Mm -hmm. to use it for, and what temperature to treat at. But then the device reads the temperature. They get to temperature within 90 seconds and the device automatically adjust the power so that way the patient is being treated at the best temperature for the indication every single second of the treatment so and also because the machine's doing all the thinking and telling you what to do as a doctor you can hire someone who's like fresh out of school and know that they're going to get the best results 
as well as put your most senior therapist who has, you know, 15 years experience on it, everyone's going to get uniform results. So it's a cool Exactly. <laughs> no hot spots because the temperature maintains. And then if they're starting to get too hot, then the power lowers. So it can keep them at that temperature. And it reads the temperature something like a thousand times a second. So it's like, mm. you know, yeah, that's the like, like, yeah. And I guess it's important. You obviously got to make sure that when you're trying to, I guess, heating up the skin, is it to induce collagen production? Is that, is that mainly what we're looking to do? Yeah. So you induce collagen production, tighten the existing collagen, lengthen the collagen strands, which, you know, sun damage shortens the collagen strands. So here it's like a great market. Yeah. And um, obviously tightens elastin. But then you can also, it's called thermal lipolysis. So when you get the cells to a certain temperature, it's 42 degrees Celsius, the body begins to dump the fatty acids from the fat cells. Mm. So empties the fat cells and therefore you're able to have circumferential reduction. But if you think about it for cellulite, that's great because you're emptying the fat cells that are caught in the web of the weak tissue and you're strengthening the tissue at the same time. Mm. So it's a great body treatment. Sounds like a... Sounds like a miracle machine. Oh, that's what I called it yesterday. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Well, we've had like, how would so you many describe? guests on talking about cellulite and pretty much everyone here has said, mm, there isn't really a treatment yet that we can hang our hat on and say it works. I've had great results, but you know, I also start off with cupping. So the girls will do some cupping to like boost the lymphatics, get everything going. Cause you know, cupping is like, it really, if somebody were to do it every day, they wouldn't have cellulite. Like if they were to just sit and cup for 20 minutes on every area every day. But I don't know anybody that has that kind of time. <laughs> like even my like non-working female patients, they have other responsibilities. They aren't cupping all day. But we do a little bit of cupping, do the treatment. If we're going, if they're going for slimming, we do like slimming mesotherapy. And then we tell them they need to cut the area every day and they're getting great results. Most of them are like, I'm really sorry, I only did it twice a week, but fine. I feel like cupping does massively help. Do you mean cupping in the sort of Like the Chinese? silicone. No, 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 no. You get the silicone cup and you apply an oil or a cream. I use these, there's S Skin Care, which is from South Africa. It contains pr live pre and probiotics. Mm. So we use that on the skin because that helps with the barrier function, obviously strengthens the tissue. But you put the silicone cup on and you slowly run it up and down and you can feel it. You kind of like put it on and you squeeze it so that it suctions to the skin. Mm. And then, yeah, it helps to break down at tissue adhesions. You know, it helps to like support the fascia, all of that. Interesting. Mm. Okay, Renee, I think we've gone in the deep end. So let's start from the start. So where's your accent from? Where did you train and how did you train? So I'm from New Orleans. Um, seventh generation New Orleanian. Like right. everybody knows my mom. Like we're all, we cook really well dance jambalaya. even better J oh my god I make the every time I have a huge party <laughs> I make a huge thing of jambalaya it's the only time I cook my poor fiance everyone's like you're so lucky he's yeah. like no she don't cook for me <laughs> so I'm just about. but yeah so all of that like big big family I'm the oldest of six kids moved to Texas to go to Texas women's I was studying to be a child therapist hmm. So I was also bridal modeling at the same time. Um, and while I was in my child therapist, it's, it's like a lot. You have to then teach when you graduate and all of these things. So I was at the end where you're doing like the, um, you have to go to the schools and like read to kids and whatever. I was actually not so keen about that. It had never occurred to me. I didn't really want to teach and you have to do it for three years. But anyway, my sister passed away. She was murdered and oh. a completely shocking, unexpected. She was 22 years old. I was 25 and 
I, like, I couldn't be a child therapist. I had no empathy. Like, it sounds horrible, but I just had no empathy. If somebody was like, oh, so-and-so has cancer and they have a year to live, but they were like 50 years old, I would be like, yeah, they got to live till 50. And now they get, you, everybody gets mm. to tell them goodbye. Yeah. So like, yeah. it was just, I didn't have, you know what I mean? What you need to be a child therapist. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. So I told my facialist because I had acne and I had constant facials, like at once a week to every two weeks, depending. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't want, I can't do this now. And I've done all of this education. So she was like, why don't you go into skin? You're obsessed with it. Like my friends owned a clinic and I was always going and doing peels for them because like, fine. So I was like, what's the best skin school? She said, it's 45 minutes away from here. It's called this. I got in my car, called them on my Bluetooth, was like, hey, tell me about this. They're like, well, we have a class starting on Monday. It was Thursday. We have a class starting on Monday. It's Monday through Friday. It's, you know, six to nine months. Or in three months, we have a class starting as Tuesday through Saturday. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to school on Saturdays. Fine, I'll start on Monday. She's like, well, you have to pay now because it's past the deadline. And I'm like, okay, great. How much is it? She's like, well, it's 13000 down. I'm like, great. Can we split it on credit cards? Like, Rrr. So I showed up on Monday and they're like, oh, go to your classroom. And I'm like, I don't know where my classroom is. And they're like, well, when you have the tour of the school, I'm like, no, literally I had the GPS to get here. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know anything. I just paid you guys thirteen grand on Thursday. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was very easy for me to be introduced to the right people. So I actually started working at the best, best, best clinic in Dallas straight away. That was my first job. Like only interview I had. Walked in. They were like, fine, we're going to hire you. The woman who owns it, her name is Louise. She's so connected. She gets every device. She's the first person to get it. She has everything. When things are coming out here, Louise has had it for, well, here, I mean London. Louise has had it for three to six months. Like she's like on it. Mm. Um, Very inspiring woman. Has done it all on her own. Like, Amazing. So I was there with her. There were like a few staff things. I was basically head therapist within three months of joining the industry. I was the number one salesperson for SkinCeuticals products in Texas because the clientele, they all had the budget to buy it. I was fresh out of school, you know, when you're like, we're going to put everybody on everything. Mm. So yeah, I became really well connected really quickly because all the reps knew who I was because like here they and in the US they reward you with product and things so like I'm selling like I don't know like 30 grand of SkinCeuticals a month so they're like all of your product is free like we'll come in and take you to lunch whatever so yeah (laughs) that was and then she set me up to train with a doctor and apprentice under a doctor so I could get the medical esthetician certification she got me trained on Fraxel she was the first one to have Fraxel in Dallas so we would do a Fraxel day every other Saturday they would line them up like like I can do a Fraxel at the time I could do a Fraxel in 30 minutes, which was like everybody else. It took them an hour, but I was like, no, we're in there. We're getting it done. Like grit your teeth, hold your stress ball. Let's go. So I became like well known for this because nobody else was doing Fraxel and I was the one running the machine. So really well connected, met everyone. Um, at the time I was seeing a doctor who he used to teach at the school in Texas. He used to teach dermatology. So he was like, teaching me things, gave me a textbook. So the medical esthetician is brought in once you've had medical training. So I decided to do some nursing classes. I did um, pre-nursing when I was in uni anyway, when I was going into therapy. So I did a two-year LVN, which I cannot transfer into the UK. They don't have that. They only have three-year nursing. Is that similar to an enrolled nurse here? Uh, I think so. It's like a pre-registered nurse. Yeah, yeah, but it's basically like you can run an IV, you can like yeah. 
give them the medication. You can check their meds, whatever. Yeah. You're not like, you if I, you stuck me in a hospital. Yeah. yeah. If you stuck me in a hospital, I would be like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, I don't know what to do. So if you go to the UK, they don't recognize that because it's only two years. Mm-hmm. So you basically have to work in an NHS hospital for a year and they like train you every, on everything else. Yeah. Can you imagine me in an NHS hospital? No, give it, give it a miss. <laughs> yeah, and given the fact that the UK has no real regulations at all, there's no point other than the kudos of saying, oh, I'm a nurse. So, and that's not important to me. Mm-hmm. It's more about helping people with their skin. So yeah, that's the background. That's like how I've gotten to where I am. I moved to London almost seven years ago now because I needed a break from all of these patients in Texas, like everyone who knew me. I was thinking about opening my own clinic. When I moved to the London, I I went there on holiday realized that they were so backwards. Like they are just now, I was I at a conference. For my breed. <laughs> I was at a conference last weekend and they were doing talks on combination therapies. Is that the aesthetic medicine conference? Yes. Yeah, I was supposed but to be there. But why are you talking? Oh my God, they're going to listen to this and hate me and I'm never no, going to be asked to no, speak no, no. again. <laughs> but no, they did a talk on mixing IPL and lactic peels for rosacea. And this was like, a talk where you were like, oh, supposed to be like, wow. And I'm going, I was doing that in Dallas, Texas. I'm a first job. So they're like really, really behind. They're mm. always the last of the party. And it's not just with that. It's with other things with like toxin and thread lifts and all of that. So I thought, well, what a cool place to be because you're basically going to be on the forefront of the industry. And also to establish yourself in London, it's really hard. But once you are established in London, you can go anywhere because yeah. London's so small that everyone is like, oh, London. Whereas the US is huge. Mm. So being like, oh, I'm the top person in Dallas. Nobody's wowed by that. But to be, oh, I'm one of the top people in the capital city of the entire country, that's yeah. a much bigger. Yeah, it sounds a lot of much better. Exactly. Yeah. So I was a rep, worked for Venus Concept for a year, did some training, and then went on to work for Michael Prager, who's known as like Mr. Toxin in London. And then Tap and Patel was opening a location for Phi within Harrods, the wellness clinic on the fourth floor, went there. He stayed for a year and then he decided to pull back and go back into Harley Street just because Harrods is very commercial. It's what they do. Mm. They sell you something and you leave with something in a bag. So for them, everything is buy the whole range of skincare, sell another package. It was just about the selling. It's a beautiful space, but I, I, you know, I know Tap and Well and you know, he's a serious doctor. It probably wouldn't work that model no it's really for a doctor who's wanting to build their brand get recognition and also make a high dollar figure and that's not that's not to happen he's a lovely man really dedicated really committed really committed to education they wouldn't let him like in his own clinic he does weekly meetings with his staff which is great they wouldn't let him do that with us. Like mm. he wasn't even allowed to like come in and do that it's because Harrods maintains, yeah, Harrods maintains so much control. Yeah. They were like, why would we have people in a meeting for an hour once a week when they could be selling yeah. and making money? So he pulled out, great, um, went to Harley Street, but you know, he already had a full staff there. So was trying to decide what to do decided to do kind of a little pop-up with Dr. Tracy Mountford, who's like the Cool Sculpt Clinic in yeah. London. And obviously I'd been Cool Sculpting with Michael Prager and then with Tappan. So went, I was the only facialist on her team. So was there for about two and a half, almost three months. And 
I was being solid booked for like weeks in advance to where I was like having to go and tell them, oh no, look, like I can have this person numbing in this room and then treat this person and then have this person over here. Sort of patients in two to three rooms, all request patients. And I thought, what am I doing? Mm. Like, why am I making these other people madly wealthy and also like driving myself into the ground to make these people wealthy? Like you're exhausted. You got three patients at a time. Like that's not going to work. So... I had a very prominent press member of the press come in for a treatment, um, Polly Vernon. She's like the editor-in-chief of Grazia magazine. She's lovely. Came in for a treatment and she's like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you working for yourself? And I was like, actually, before I moved to this country, I was about to start working for myself. So why don't I just do it? Literally, the next paying patient that came in owns a PR company. She's like, I've heard so many things, like read about you in magazines, whatever. She's like, nobody like I know that they aren't paying to PR you so like you must be really good why aren't you working for yourself so I thought do you know what we had a meeting the next day they didn't love that I wasn't upselling and cross-selling other things and they were being kind of not super happy with me and I was just like actually I think that today is going to be my last day right they were like oh okay I was like okay so you're a spontaneous person (laughs) When it comes to making sure that patients have the best of everything, yes. I'm just like, let's just, don't control me making, like, don't control my patient care. I'm like having a good time over here. And that's a, that's a, it's a difficult, um, sometimes can be a difficult proposition to when you've got pressure to sell things, especially when you're like your boss is looking over your shoulder, there's expectations there. And then trying to, I guess, reconcile that with feeling like you're doing the best thing by the patient and not pushing things that they don't need. Yeah. And that's what gives it, I guess industry a bit of a bad rap is that sort of pushy approach or people just trying to flog your product or treatments completely so my girls do not have a goal at all there's no dollar figure we don't talk about money if we have a vip patient like we have one who has oral oral uh, perioral dermatitis like just suddenly flared up we did her skin for her wedding she looked stunning three months ago now all of a sudden she's got perioral dermatitis she came in and i'm like uh, they're texting me pictures of her face yesterday i'm like gift her an led and gift her this mask and because we like to take care of our patients that woman like I'm like I don't know how the hell this has happened to her it makes mm. no sense but so it's not about the money yeah. and I feel like that builds patient dedication and then you don't have to worry about the money when people yeah. are dedicated yeah because mm. they're invested in you and you're invested in them and it yeah. just works yeah and then if someone tells their friend oh my gosh and also when you gift to someone and you take care of them they feel even more loyalty and then they tell more people because they're like oh my gosh that woman runs a business I have to tell people she's so nice to me mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Well, I think if you are passionate about what you do and you love educating your clients and you care you should never have to feel like you're selling because yeah, it's, it's it a becomes business. a process of just doing the right thing by your patient. Completely. Yeah. You mentioned the term medical aesthetician. What, how do you describe exactly what you do? What are the services that you're offering? So I, I used to do injectables in the US. Yeah. I don't do injectables anymore because I don't feel like I am that good at them. I'm okay. I'm great. I'm as good as any other nurse injector. But I'm not a doctor and it's not my specialty. I'm not you. (laughs) So I want to do what I'm really good at. So in our clinic, we have a lot of radio frequency. We've purchased a few new devices. We focus on face and body. I'm trying to hire like a body expert that I want to train to do the protocols I've created in my clinic. But it's all about using the Eastern and the Western together to get the best outcome for the patient. So, mm. yeah, it's, I mean, medical devices, but I don't do, and we do dermaplaning and things like that, but I don't do any injectables aside from mesotherapy. 
Okay. And you do the traditional peels, facials, yeah, of course, all yeah. those things. That's yeah. your kind of we bread and butter. We do a lot of combinations. So that's kind of like my thing. Like people see me at shows and they're like, that's how I ended up at that talk last weekend. They're like, Renee, there's a talk about combination treatments. That's your bag. You've got to go. So uh, we do a lot of that. There is no treatment where you don't come in and just have a peel and leave. There's going to be radio frequency built into it. Or if you have radio frequency, we'll usually add on a peel, like mm. that type of a thing. Um, we'll do radio frequency with mesotherapy or radio frequency with cryotherapy or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, sometimes, Jake, sometimes uh, you may struggle with this as well as when patients come in and they could definitely use with, you know, say some anti-wrinkle treatments or some volumizing, you know, volumizing certain areas of the face and contouring. But sometimes mm. you might run into patients that just don't have the structure there with their skin or the collagen or the elastin is just not there. And that's where someone, I guess, like yourself oh would come God, in to help correct that percent. canvas so that someone like Jake can come in later and add the volume and do all yeah. those things. But unless you get the skin right and it's got the integrity to support that, um, can be quite difficult. Yeah, I look, and particularly in Australia, you know, mm. we're beaten by UV rays left, right and centre, people on Bondi every five minutes and their skin is terrible. <coughs> a lot of people, you know, the younger generation, they still don't appreciate what they're doing to their skin. Yeah. And it's incredible because, you know, you see older clients on your treatment bed and they're so weathered and saggy and volume deplete and pigmentation, etc. And that was the generation that was on the beach with coconut oil and they didn't yeah. know about sun damage then. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of our mature clients, their skin is so bad that doesn't matter what I do I'm never going to get them to that sort of you know level Lovely. where they feel wow my skin's incredible because that's only half of my job that, that you know right. that's where you come in exactly uh, to sort of get that canvas of the face uh, looking spectacular and I say to people I'm quite honest I say look I can do your you know your whole face we can spend thousands of dollars perfecting volume and shape but you know you're never going to shine because your skin just doesn't have that quality yeah. Well, that's what I tell people about home care. Mm -hmm. Like you can come in and have treatments and spend all this money on treatments. But if you can buy a product and invest literally like a pound a day, then you're going to see a huge difference because you're supporting your skin outside of treatments. Yeah. It's not just about treatments and injectables. Like it's also about what the patient does and what they ingest, what they put in their body. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So the, the patients that you see, are they injectable naive or if they, are they doing both or what, what's your sort of average it's 50, client? 50. Um, I don't have any toxins, so patients who want to stay away from that will be attracted to me. But mm. I do have some filler um, in, like, my jawline, under in my chin, just to, you know, build it out. And so people who see me are always like, does she have anything? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I refer all of my patients to Dr. Stephen Harris. He's, you know him. Yes. Everybody knows him. He's, like, the number one user of filler, I think. So he, um, he sends us a lot of patients. We some handle a lot of patients. So a lot of patients will know about it. Everyone has heard about it, but they may have some misconceptions. They may ask me for things that I'm like, that's actually going to be an injectable. You're going to see Stephen Harris. Okay. He will not make you look done. I was going to say, is your conversation the same in reverse where there's only so much you can do, but if yes. their concern is frown lines, really, they need to yeah. have some anti-wrinkle treatment. Well, yeah. So I will tell them, okay, I'm going to do a resurfacing, which is going to soften the line, but you're going to continue to make that face. So it's up to you. So like my forehead, I'm very expressive. That's why Dr. Harris won't give me any toxin because he's like, no, you look weird because your muscles are so used to moving. He's like, when I freeze one area, everything else in your face goes wonky. So he's like, you're not having it. He literally watched me on Instagram when he had given me and he was like, 
no, no more anti-wrinkle for you. You look crazy. He's like, you actually look weird. He's like, I don't want to tell people Toxin I did that. Ban. How yeah. hilarious is that? I was so mad. Because you know when you're like, I'm getting my face done and they say no. It's like, <gasps> I put people on filler ban reasonably regularly, <laughs> I but not, see that. not toxin ban. Yeah, no, <laughs> I do look, yet. I will show yeah. you. It, you can see it once you realize, but it's all the pictures. I'm like angled because yeah, they my face doesn't look the same. So yeah, I will refer to him and say, listen, we're going to soften the line. We're going to give you beautiful skin, but that line will just come back. You've got to basically do something to stop the expression of the muscle. And what, what do you think the barriers are for those people? Why is it such a taboo still injectables for that client? I think because people see it as surgical. They'll say, I don't want to go under the knife. And mm. I'm like, we're talking about toxin. Like you got some yeah. little bee stings from a insulin needle. Presumably you're using needling in your clinic. Exactly. I'm like, we're doing skin pin on you and mesotherapy and you don't want to go under the knife. Like, (laughs) what do you think the procedure is like? Yeah. So yeah, but I think that's so like they see it, especially in London as a big deal. And then when I explain to them, like, it's no different. A toxin is a form of this. Um, It's just like when we do mesotherapy with this product to get this result, it's very similar. We're doing it to get this result. And when I explained to them that you can mix it in and like some people mix it into mm-hmm. like the aqua gold where you go in with the little needle yes. and you disperse it throughout the entire face. Then they're kind of like, oh, and they'll go see him and they all love him because mm. he's got such a natural approach. So yeah, I mean, it's, it takes both of us. Like nobody can just have one or the other. You need them both. You yeah. really do. Yeah. Well, that's something that we talk about all the time. And that's why we've got such, I guess, a, a varied array of guests that come on and talk to us on the program is because, you know, we realize that, you know, part of, when you want to look good and feel good, you have to approach it from like nutrition and skincare and sleep and, you know, cosmetic injectables. And it's not just, you can't just do one thing. Right. You have to do it all. Yeah. And if I think you want to look your best. Yeah. yeah. Completely. 100%. Now, when you first trained in the US, what was the aesthetic industry like? Because, you know, we have this stereotype of the American cosmetic industry is a little bit full on and, you know, that done look and blah, blah, blah. Is that real or, or have we got that wrong? It's in different places. It can be. So in Dallas. Miami. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah. Um, it, they are really looking done right now. Hmm. It wasn't as bad when I was there, but when I see... Some of my friends, especially the ones in the industry, like they, some of them look like a different person than they were six years ago, like a seriously, like a totally different person. So I think, and those are, but those are the ones in the industry. A lot of people, it's like a 50 50. It's like anywhere. People like the done look, they will have it. If people don't, they won't. Mm. And they will still have their toxin and their filler, but they don't have a done look. But I do find that it's harder and harder to find a doctor who doesn't make you look done in the US because I have a lot of, because I'm so big on Instagram, I do um, email consultations and also FaceTime consultations if you're not in the UK. So, we have people that, because I refer, so that like yesterday I went and found all the distributors for all these different things that I recommend, like Oxygenetics. All these Aussie people have told me you can't get it here. They, You can get you it can. here, we had but it's the, just not on the internet. So you guys have to tell me where to tell them to go and buy it. We had Richard Arnott mm. here on the show from Mondial. He, they are the distributor. 
Okay. Of oxygenetics. Well, we need to contact Mondale then, or I need to contact them and find out where I can send my patients to go get a color match and to buy it. Because yeah. you can't find it. Like, I Googled it yesterday. It's really hard to find. But, so I give them a list of, like, what to get. I always tell them, we have a platform called Harley. And when you come and see us, we put on your Harley, it's on an iPad, all of the products that we recommend in the order to use them. You do not have to purchase them. You can go away after you leave the clinic, like your phone tracking can tell you you've left or whatever. Within 30 minutes of leaving, it sends you a text saying, welcome to Harley. This is your login. Mm. We're here if you need anything. You click the link and you go into the platform. It looks like Net-A-Porte. It's really beautifully done. And it's only the products we recommend for you. Once you purchase a product, they know per the manufacturer's guidelines how long it's basically going to last mm -hmm. based on how we have recommended it be used. So if I'm like use it morning and night, they know, okay, it's only going to last this long. If I say use it only in the evening. So then two weeks before the product is due to run out, Harley will text them and say, per our records, your allies of skin molecular daylight mask is due to run out in two weeks. Would you like to order another one now? yes or no, and then to to ignore this text or to receive this text in a week, press this letter or whatever. So this is a booking system or an app? This is an app. It's just launched in the last year. It's ran by two women. One of them used to own a PR company and worked with all of the who's who of Harley Street. And the other one has a background in business. So they came up with this idea because we lose clients, don't we? Because they go on the internet to get products because they can't mm. be bothered coming into the clinic. So you only get as a practitioner like 10 to 15 percent of the sales so it's really not but it is nice because they keep coming to you for your skincare so let's say they are going to come to australia for two weeks for a holiday and they're getting low in their moisture they can send a message on their little harley interface saying please ask renee i'm running low on my moisturizer but i'm going to australia for two weeks or for a month is this the moisture I should be on? Is there anything else? Do I need to be on like a melanocyte inhibitor? Of course, they don't use that term, but do I need to be on any sort of serum because I'm going to be in the sun, mm -hmm. whatever? So then we can go in and change the recommendations, change the product. Mm. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, you should look into bringing well, it here. I'm wondering, my, my brain is spinning, <laughs> whether you could do the same thing for your follow-up toxin, your follow-up filler, your aftercare, your pre-care, all that stuff. Actually, better than me connecting you, maybe you should just take the idea Let's and do, do it. it. Like, I'm like, why, why am I connecting you? Do it yourself. You're a businessman. Do it. But it's great because you're then able to make recommendations for the patient and then they're using the best thing for their skin. Mm. That's really, really cool. So what would be the top three most common like complaints or skin conditions that you get coming into your clinic? I am really good with melasma. I can eradicate melasma in three to four treatments, like completely eradicate it. It's gone. So I get a lot of melasma because of that, because, you know, melasma suffers, yeah. it's huge. And also you might invest, it's normally around 600 to come in. And then you, I gift you your first product, which is an AHA, BHA retinol blend. So... 600 pounds? Yeah, 600 yeah. pounds. Okay. So 600 pounds a treatment and three to four treatments. So you're investing about 2,500 pounds. So you are investing in your skin. At like 2,500 pounds at the most. Some people it's 1,200 to 1,800. But once you've invested that amount, your melasma is gone. Can and I then, will you back? That's a big statement. I'm going to get rid of melasma because some people suffer their whole life. What are mm -hmm. you doing? 
Oh, I'm not going to tell you everything. <laughs> What's the secret sauce? But I'm yeah. using radio frequency. Um, so the Venus Viva, I'm using nanofractional radio frequency right. with a combination of peels mm-hmm. and I'm putting them on the retinol treatment Okay. and I'm supporting their barrier function because a lot of them have impaired barrier function and that's continuing to irritate the melasma so the body's producing more melanocytes. Okay. So I tell the patients, every single person is different. I haven't had a patient who I couldn't eradicate their melasma yet, but I am not the melasma clinic. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I probably see one melasma patient a day, but wait, to answer your question. So I get a lot of melasma, yeah. a lot of premature aging where people are worried, a lot of pores, mm-hmm. like that's all I think under the premature aging head. And then acne is huge. Mm-hmm. And because I was an acne sufferer and I talk about that and talk about the scarring and how I got rid of the scarring, a lot of people, because I, not, I never wear makeup. This is how I look constantly. For those of you incredible. listening, I have no makeup on my face, wet hair. So this is how I look in London all the time. So people are like, oh my gosh, how did you, you don't have any pigmentation, no pores, whatever. So yeah, a lot of acne, premature yep. aging, and melasma. Mm. Those are my three. And even with darker skin patients, melasma, you can... Oh, yeah. Because wow. I'm not using a laser. Right, so we yeah. don't have to worry. It's radio frequency. Yeah. And I find actually that darker skins respond better to radio frequency. Yeah. Right. Because notoriously, you try to treat it with laser. You actually can just make it worse by stimulating the melanocytes because yeah. of the heat. Yeah. Or some people think it's sun damage and treat it with yeah. IPL. And then you make it worse. Mm. And it's like even harder to get rid of with topicals. Mm. But it always shocks me the way people think they're going to buy some cream on the internet and it's going to get rid of their melasma. I'm like, logically, how does skin work? That makes no sense. Well, I think a lot of my clients anyway, because they're new to, well, injectables, let alone skin. And so they all say to me, oh, what product should I grab at the, at the reception before I leave? And I'm like, well... It's not about that. What is your concern? Like, yeah. we need to diagnose you and do a full skin history. And, mm. you know, I, I think that, and I don't know why, I, probably the marketing of the companies and the skincare products, it's sold as this magic eye cream. Mm-hmm. And away you go and your, and your eyes will be fantastic. But that's just not real life. Mm. And not everyone has the same eye indication concern. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Why is it that the first thing... Well, let's call it, I say, first thing that women do, but I'm sure that men do it as well, when they're looking at a skincare product is they put it on their hand and they smell it. And that seems to be like the way that some people judge whether a product's going to be good for them or not. Or, or what are you people doing in this country? This. I've never she seen anybody smell it. Oh, that feels nice. And smell it. It and, seems and to then be she'll smell it. I do not see people smelling <laughs> these products. Really? No. Must be but an Australian thing. But I have to thing. say, there is a product, so the S Skincare, I think I already mentioned it, from South Africa. We sell so much of it because when you put it on a patient, they go, oh, that smells amazing. Like they will literally buy things just for the smell. Is I don't it? really know. Yeah. Maybe because I'm like in skincare yeah. it's never occurred to me to be concerned about the smell but I will not use a product that I don't like the smell because mm. if you think about it it's on your face you're going to smell it yeah yeah Mm, nice Australian phenomenon. Can you tell us about your clinic? I think you told me in the car it's been open about 15, 16 months. Yeah. What, what does it look like and what, what are you offering and who's there and okay. where is it? Okay. So I'm actually opening my second clinic in about Ooh. six weeks. Wow. So I'll tell you all about that. But um, I have all like, it's beautiful wood flooring. I get my rugs from all around. Like I have Turkey, a couple from Africa. So lots of beautiful rugs on the floor. I made it kind of like a members club, like a women's members 
Writers Club or you just so happen to get your face done. So lots of beautiful books. Whenever I travel, I always pick up something for my home as well as something for the clinic because I think that's cool to look around and be like, oh, that came from here. It mm. didn't come from like Pottery Barn or whatever you have in Australia. So um, it's just like a really welcoming space. Uh, lots of fresh flowers everywhere. We put chlorophyll in the water, which I can go into that in a minute, mm. but it's very vibey. We play um, all of our music has sound therapy tracks in the background. So you're instantly put into that calm vibe when you walk in the clinic. And then I use blue weighted blankets. Um, so they're little, they're sewn. So it's pocket, little pockets of glass beads. Do you know about the weighted blankets? No, I've never heard of this. No. Okay. So weighted blankets, they use them like for dogs with fireworks. Like this is literally how oh, like it started. A, like a, it's like a the, um, an anti-stress. To stop them getting com- yeah. Yeah, comfort yeah. blanket. Yeah, yeah. Because it's heavy. Yeah. It's like a comfort thing. They have like vests and things, anti-lightning vests. So they decided to start doing it for people, but for like people with ADHD and autism, because it puts your nervous system at rest because the weight it feels like when you are in in utero it gives you like this covered protected feeling exactly so we have the weighted blankets on all of the beds because think about it when you are in fight or flight which is very easy to go into if someone's sticking needles in you or lasering you or doing anything painful when you're in fight or flight your collagen stops responding because your collagen is like, wait, are we being chased like a by a bear? Am I have to grow a new limb? Or like, why are we in fight or flight? Like your body's not that smart. It doesn't know why you're stressed. So by reducing the stress, you get a better response to treatment, theoretically. I mean, I'm not doing scientific studies. I'm not ultrasounding It'll them before up. and after. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So we have the weighted blankets on all the beds. Um, just like really beautiful Throw pillows everywhere, candles everywhere. I'm designing my own scent. So when you come in the clinic and you smell that scent and then I'll retail it. Mm. And that's my little, like when people smell it, they'll be like, oh yeah, does my face need to be done? It's a bit like going to Abercrombie. I remember that smell. Yes. And then anytime you (laughs) smell it, like you think and you walk by it in the mall and remember they used to spray. I mean, I haven't been in a mall in so long, but yeah. Walking past a subway. I think you I should get a subway shop. You that smell bread, the, yeah. the bread, it's the bread. <laughs> but no, so my second clinic is going to be very similar. Um, I haven't announced the location. How long until we air this? Uh, a few weeks, probably four okay, or five weeks. Okay, so I won't quite tell you, but there's a very, very famous location in London mm-hmm. and I'm going to be on the third floor of that building and I have three treatment rooms and it's going to be decorated very similar. We just picked out the beautiful wood floors. Is it in Knightsbridge? It's in Belgravia. So basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, we just picked out the beautiful wood floors. I have, I need to go pick out my rugs. I was on the phone with my rug guy in Marrakesh, you know, as you do. (laughs) You got a rug Um, guy, David? (laughs) (laughs) So on the phone with my rug guy, I've already got the beautiful brass planters because I have plants everywhere in the clinic. It's just good for the energy and, you know, Mm. it oxygenates the air and the whole thing. They just look good. What sort of plants do you use for inside, just by the way? I have aloe everywhere because I can't kill it. Okay, so I name all my plants and I talk to all my plants Mm. and my plants love me, but then I start watering them because I'm like talking to them and my sausage dog comes around with me by the way and we water and talk to the plants together they all have names but I've discovered aloe everywhere is really great and then also do you know what a snake plant is yes you can't kill those either the curly looks like a cane thing no it just goes yeah kind of it goes up straight no you're thinking of bamboo Oh, sorry. I do know what. Yeah, sorry. I do know what it is. <laughs> but no. So my second location is going to be very similar, but I'm taking a little bit of a twist off of the private location, and I'm bringing in 
So Sean Deller brows are the best brows in London, the best microbladed brows. Like she does mine, she does my staff, she does everybody. Send all my patients to her. You look great. She does like the top up. I get mine topped up like once a year, whatever. So I've been talking about her for years. I'm not going to then go hire somebody to do microblading. So what I'm doing is I'm going to find someone to be there like two days a week. Sean is going to train them and then they're going to answer to Sean. Mm. So that way it's Sean Deller Brows within Renee it's like Lapino. It's a pop-up clinic within your clinic. Yeah. Sort of. So it's like Sean Deller Brows at the Renee Lapino clinic. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just like Charlotte Tilbury makeup at Harrods. Like it's within. Yeah. And then I'm also my lash artist who does my lash extensions and also designs like little um, temporary lash extensions for like when you're going out for the night. She's going to be there on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So the vibe that I'm trying to create with that is the Beyonce look. So I woke up like this <laughs> because that's kind of like everyone is like, your skin is amazing. Like you look great. And my girls are always like, yeah, she woke up like that. And I'm like, actually I did wake up like this. And that's what people want. Yeah. yeah. Women want to feel like they wake up and they look fantastic and they can go do whatever they want. And they don't really have to put on makeup unless they're going into a more formal setting. Mm -hmm. So I figured why not give that in one space to my clients? Mm. So that's the, that's the plan. My makeup artist will be there. Very She's nice. been doing my face for six years. So that's like the icing on the cake. I um, love her. She's actually my sausage dog's godmother at this point. Like that's how much, that's how often I get my makeup done. Yeah. Does that sound weird to you? <laughs> but no, she's like great. And she will be on call at first, but then as she gets requested. So just think of like, you're coming, getting everything done. It's and kind you're of going like out a, a one-stop shop that's what I for want. anything that you need. Yeah. Because everyone's time poor. I'm time poor. So it's really frustrating. And traffic in London is horrific. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you can just go quickly, get all of your things done, and there's going to be like, a, it's an outside company, but doing nails and things. So you can literally have your nails done while you're getting your face done. Mm. I think it's a great idea. And yeah. I feel like it will meet a need that women really do have. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So... I'm going to go off topic here, but okay, finish your question. Yep, no, 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 go, go. I was going to say, see, so you're also an ambassador for Luminous, um, the company who make the devices, and that's right. why you're here in Australia. Yes. So what devices do you have in the clinic? So I have a Venus Viva. I use the nanofractional radio frequency. That's the backbone of my melasma treatment. It also does an amazing rosacea treatment, and it's great with acne scarring. I have skin pen. Love the skin pen. Our girls love it. I have a cryotherapy pen, which is great for sun damage. It's amazing with sun damage, but mm. also skin tags, um, any sort of verrucas or cherry angiomas. I also have two Neo Elegance Lumineo, which is a beautiful LED light. It has orange and yellow, which a lot of them don't have. And we know that stimulates lymphatic drainage, which of course brings down swelling and redness just yeah. by, you know, stimulating the lymph. So it's great for post-treatment. Um, I also have the New Era, obviously. So that radio frequency, which does the face and the body. I feel like I'm forgetting something. No, but mm -hmm. I think that's all. I've just purchased two new devices that I'm waiting for delivery on. They'll be in the new location. Um, Can but you we'll tell see. us what they are? Yes. <laughs> so I have an in-mode Morpheus 8, which is radio frequency and needles. The Basically, you know, the in-mode procedure leaves you with some downtime and redness. But I had, so I, they did it on me and I had like a week of redness and I mean, it's me. I don't care. Patients mm. are like, what do you have? Can I have it? But 
my patients don't want a week of redness. So they brought the device in to do a demo and I had several models and the way I'm bundling it with, I'm bundling it with a healing peel, a biocellulose mask and the LED light. They aren't red when they walk out and they had no downtime, but they Mm. had amazing results. So we're doing that. I'm calling it like a three-month facelift with no downtime or something. I need to figure it out. I, IPL handpiece on the in mode on the Morpheus 8. Mm, so I'm excited cool. about that. Okay. And you didn't say where your clinic, your current one is. Kensington. Kensington. We're around the corner from Kensington Palace, actually. Wow. Yeah, right. Just the, the Kensington Palace, little, which, uh... yeah, the back of Kensington <laughs> Palace is on. It's not, the name of the street isn't Embassy Row, but we call it Embassy Row. It's mostly embassies and a few fabulously mm. wealthy patients. Um, and then the next street over is us. Well, you could send your sausage dog over for a play date with the corgis with the queen. <laughs> My sausage dog has seen the queen you know at Kensington Palace so my clinic manager walks her in the summer (laughs) and they came back and she was like we just saw the queen getting in a helicopter so she may see her scene she still does the helicopter rides oh my gosh she's so cute you guys she's so cute but you know because I'm in Kensington whenever you're in traffic and like there's all of us and they blow their whistles they don't use their sirens her police guys you hear all these whistles and you (laughs) and then they stop traffic completely she's got like eight motorcycles and two Range Rovers and they're like moving fast I don't know who would assassinate the queen. I know. She's so old. Like you're like, no, it's badass. Like do it lady. But like, that's when you know, Oh, it wasn't one of the kids. It yeah. wasn't, you know, it's like her. <laughs> so wow. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Kudos to the queen. So we're going to end with uh, a question. Can you give our listeners your top five tips for someone who doesn't know anything about skin? So if, you know, if, if someone walks into your clinic and says, I don't do anything. What are your five brands or tips or things that they should be doing okay. maybe, maybe we assume Australian conditions yeah some conditions yeah, so yeah, yeah. basically so, the so desert yeah. terrible <laughs> s- okay. like leathery skin so the first thing that I put people on is chlorophyll the brand I love is nature sunshine very easy you can find it anywhere google it it's on Amazon in the US and in the UK so I'm assuming it will be here chlorophyll is a oxygen uptake carrier it's obviously what makes plants green but when you ingest it when you breathe in you breathe in you have more oxygen when you have more oxygen, your body creates more red blood cells. More red blood cells means more blood. More blood means all your f- organs function better. So abdomen, you sleep better, you get less bloated, like the whole nine yards. But your skin is your largest organ because all of your organs in your body are functioning better. Your skin looks better. It looks brighter, but also it's producing cells faster because it's mm. being supported. So we put everyone in chlorophyll first. It's amazing. It's also a little bit slimming because it boosts your metabolism. I, if your water quality is poor, put a water filter. I tell everyone this, um, put a water filter on your water. You're bathing in that water. If it's leaving soap scum and film on your shower door, it's doing that to your face. How do you like the Australian water? Oh my God, I love it. It's good, I don't know it? if it's a super posh hotel that I'm at. I'm like, <laughs> it really is silky. So that might not be helpful for your listeners. Um, your cleanser matters. You cannot buy a $300 serum and use Cetaphil. You need to get your cleanser is the foundation of your skincare. It's what's touching your face first. So you need to have a cleanser with antioxidants or a cleansing oil that's going to help decrease the congestion in your pores, but also leave your skin hydrated. So I'm always telling people, if you can't invest in skincare, good cleansers are not expensive. I mean, they can be, but they're not prohibitively expensive. Mm. Yeah, they're not as cheap as Cetaphil, but it's your cleanser. 
always wear SPF. I don't care if it's not sunny outside. I don't know who like goes around telling people if it's not sunny outside, <laughs> you don't need SPF. But it's actually more damaging when it's not sunny because the UV is magnified even more. So always wear SPF. And then make sure you're supporting your skin with what you're ingesting. So you need to have water. If you can't drink water, the chlorophyll I mentioned before has spearmint oil in it. So it makes the water have like a fresh minty taste. It's really nice. So find something like that to put in your water, to drink more of it, and eat your fruits and vegetables. Like you have to eat living things to feed mm. your living body. You can't eat, like you don't, it doesn't have to be McDonald's. You can go to French restaurants and like luxury food all the time. But if you're not eating living things, your skin's not going to look great and you're not going to feel great, which then your skin's not going to look great. Yeah. So. I was desperately trying to get my Instagram up and I had to reinstall it as you were talking. Someone asked a question, radiance.inject um, from Instagram. She's one of our listeners. She asked, do you have to cleanse in the morning and the night or just the morning or just the night? And is doing it too much going to break down your skin barrier and create problems? So yes, over-cleansing can create problems. So you don't want to use aggressive cleansers constantly. I recommend that most of my patients use an oil in the morning and then use a more aggressive cleanser in the evening if they need to. My older patients use an oil morning and night. You do need to cleanse in the morning and the evening. That's a massive myth that you don't need to cleanse in the morning because as we sleep, our body produces the most cells like that. We know that scientifically proven. So all of your dead skin cells are then sitting on the surface of your skin. If you're not removing those dead skin cells, your body's going to slow down the new skin cell production because as you remove those dead skin cells, you're telling the body to create Make new more. ones. Exactly. So by not removing them, you're actually, so aging is the basically cellular health and cellular production slowing down. So you're actually telling your body by not cleansing twice a day. Yeah, it's cool. Get old. That's what we want. So yeah, cleansing twice a day. But yes, of course you can do damage by using the wrong cleanser. So sensitive, gentle cleanser in the morning and then more a more indication focus. So like based on your skin type for listeners, um, cleanser in the evening. Mm. And what about uh, things like scrubs or, you know, those more aggressive right. uh, things? W would you sort of calm that down to maybe once a week or? Yeah, I normally tell people to exfoliate once or twice a week, depending on what they're using to exfoliate. Mm. Um, if you're using a scrub, make sure it's um, spherical beads. Use something that is a higher end product. Do not use St. Ives, whatever you do. Nothing with like ground up walnut or husks. Don't use too that. aggressive. Yeah, but you need to use a man-made exfoliant, not something in the natural environment because it will cause tears in your skin mm. and that can cause barrier function issues. And we know that the barrier function is the number one way to prevent aging. Mm. Yeah, I've seen so many people who, if they do nothing at all to their skin, they scrub every day and they come in and they've got dry, sort of red, very mm. dull skin. And they say to me, I don't know what the problem is, but I'm scrubbing every day and my skin still doesn't look great. And I'm like, well, that's the problem. Mm. Yeah. You're sort of scraping off your natural oils and Tells. the good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's a really common thing that I see. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much like, for having me. And coming me. so early. And I know you've got a really, really busy schedule. Thank um, you. But before you leave, can you just tell our listeners if they want to get in contact with you, if they want to find you on social media, if they live in London, they want to come and have a treatment, 
how do they find you? So ReneeLapino.com is my website. We're launching a brand new, beautiful website today, oh, actually. It's exciting. So exciting. I haven't checked first. to see yeah. if it's live yet. <laughs> um, and my social media is just at ReneeLapino. So we do a lot on Instagram. On Sundays, I post a home care facial, tell you like what type of products to use to you do your own routine. And... If you went to email for a booking, info at Renee Lapino, we get right back to you. But also, I do the email consultation. So if you have a question, you can email info at Renee Lapino, and the girls will basically give you an answer or set you up with a consultation with That's me. That's cool. Excellent. So, yeah. And you do Skype consults as well, don't you? Yes. So maybe I'll book one in. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll carry this on. <laughs> Um, thank you so thank much you for so much having for me, time. guys. It's been awesome to talk to you. No, it's been so yeah, much fun. Have a safe trip back home. Thank you. See ya. This episode of the podcast was brought to you by BTL Aesthetics. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we're just coming off the back of Cosmeticon, which was a super successful event. I underwent the treatments. We're going to be speaking about my experiences in greater detail in the next episode. Jake, you thought it was a great event as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, the BTL stand was probably one of the busiest. Yeah. Um, I think the podcast has helped promote some of those uh, messages mm. and people loved it. They, yeah. they got on the machine and they tried yeah, it and <laughs> everyone was saying the same thing. I feel tighter, taller, yeah. better, whatever. Yeah, there was people sitting on the M cellar. There was people getting buttocks tightened <laughs> and abdomens tortured. No, it was, um, yeah, look, great event, great piece of equipment. And again, if you tune into the subsequent episodes from here, we'll be talking about my experiences in greater detail. For anyone wanting more information about BTL, uh, any of the devices, the M Sculpt, the M Cellar machines, head on over to btlaesthetics.com. For our latest news, upcoming guests and episode topics, follow us on Instagram at inside underscore aesthetics. During the week before every recording, look out for our Instagram stories as we'll give you the opportunity to submit your questions to our guests and get a shout out. You can also DM us for any other information, suggestions or guest requests.